It's your boy DJ MC. What up, Steve? And I know it's next month, but we decided 80s month. It's just too good. Let's keep it rolling. Push it, push it a little bit longer. Push it a little bit longer. We don't need to be a month. It's a little month and plus. So we got the extension of 80s month. 80s month! Because we are the DJs that like to spin it, mix it, throw it back, and dissect it. And uh, we honestly have a one that we all know screams 80s. We all know the yes. song. We all know and we sing along with it. However, I guarantee that you have no idea what this fucking song is talking about. Why? Because I, I didn't know. Ca- I, I know Castle didn't know. I don't know that you know. Did you know? I had no idea. No I idea. Started looking. I asked my auntie. She was like, I don't fucking know. I asked the guy down the street She's right like, now. I walked outside. I was like, hey, you know what? Rock the Cashman. Surprisingly, he knew. I just didn't want to get in a deep conversation with him. I was like, no, all right, well, good for you. But anyways, you get what I'm saying. Start talking about like, religion and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was a whole, yeah, it was a thing. It was weird. It got weird quick, and I was like, you know what, forget it. Anyway, but yes, guys, this song gets deep quick. And uh, from the lyrics. <laughs> and then and then just stays there. Stays there. Stays throughout. in the depth. And you're like, but you think it's rocking out. You're like, we're going to party. And yeah. I always assumed soon find rock out. the Casbah just meant like rocking on stage. Very different thing. No, no I mean, kind of. But the level of uh, danger and, um, I guess, uh, breaking the law that they get into while rocking the cash bar leads to a very foul ending. And we're going to get into it. So let's go off the beginning lyrics here. Rock the cash bar. Now the king told the boogeyman, you have to let the raga drop. Again, me and Castle kind of were asking, do you know what raga is? He was like, no. I have no idea. What the fuck is Raga Drake? I don't even know who the king is or the boogeyman. Boogeyman, king. Who's this king? Who's who this talking boogeyman? About? A lot of characters already being thrown at us. The oil down the desert way has been shaking to the top. Now that makes me feel like they've been, you know, building the oil to get it to the top. I don't know. Their money's about to be made. I don't know. Here we go. The Sheik drove his Cadillac. He went a cruising down the ville. The Muzin was a standing on the radiator grill. Can we get back Again, to the boogeyman? We got boogeyman. We in got this Steve, universe, we got King. We got Muzin. What are all these characters, man? In this universe, there's just a boogeyman. He's just like on call, and like the King can just go say what's up to him and like talk to him about Iranian oil. Like what? What? All right. Wait, wait how'd you know it's Iranian oil? Would you? Because I've done a little research on this. Shit. There we go. <laughs> We're stepping the game up. And decided to look into it a little bit. <laughs> researching y'all I, I spent about you know the i took the extra 30 seconds to be like 35. let me actually look into what this is so you just you called out the muzin right yeah, what is that i googled that yeah, i don't know but apparently he was a standing so what, what was he doing exactly? the muzin is the person who proclaims the call to the daily prayer five times a day at a mosque the muzin plays an important role in ensuring an accurate prayer schedule for the muslim community 
Man, what if he falls asleep or something? Like, what if he was like taking Sounds a nap? Sounds like an important dude. Yeah, he has yeah. five times a day that he has to specifically to let everybody know that it's time to prayer. However, what if he was like mid-dump? You know what I mean? He's supposed to say that shit at five. Oh, fuck, he got on the shitter at 4.58 like, dude, this shit's got to go. I got to go now. And it's now 5.02. Like, he's fucking up. This music's going to get fired. Or anyway... Going off on my tangents as far as detail-oriented bullshit. We have a musician. We have a sheik who's been driving a Cadillac. We have a king that yeah. told the boogeyman, don't let the bugle drop. So far, this story has no clue. There's no way you can find out what the story's talking about. At this point, I think it's important to actually bring in the music video because we begin with an armadillo randomly. Random, random isolated armadillo. Armadillo just running around and gets strung along throughout the entire music video. I have no idea. It's never really brought into play as to what that actually is. Yeah. Uh, but then we got a sheik and a Hasidic Jew, and they're just both partying. They both got a bottle in their hand, and they're just rocking through a crowd, and they're just like jamming, and they're just like, "We are a great fucking time. We are here to trance." Yeah. And by the way, this song is—I don't even think we've said it yet. It's by The Clash, "Rock the Casbah," released June eleventh, nineteen eighty-two. And I need you to see the cover photo because it goes along with what we. I just discussed the picture of the song displayed on Genius Lyrics is a chic and said Hasidic Jew, and they are just raging. They're raging. both just getting it, drinking. Yeah, so it immediately feels like this is like a clash of cultures, and they're just have they're just here to rock the Casbah. And so with that, what goes into that the, goes mean? into the main lyric of Sharif. He don't like it. So whatever they're doing, the party they're doing, Sharif, he don't like it. Rocking yeah. the cash ball. Rock the cash ball. They're rocking it. He don't like it. Sharif, he don't like it. What's a Sharif, by the way? Have we looked that up? Have we, did we figure um, out what Sharif is? Like, okay. It's not name of somebody, but. Yeah. The Sharif is the title used to designate a person descended or claiming to be descended from the family of the Islamic prophet Muhammad. Ah, so that fucking guy yeah. doesn't like it. He's not into it. He's not into the party. Okay. That's where we are. Okay, well then I, at this point I actually... Along with the research that I decided to throw in there, I knew that basically we we're gonna come to what does rock the Casbah mean? Okay. All right. So yeah, let's let them know early so everybody I did, gets an idea. Yeah, I did my thirty seconds of research and I came up on this description right here. Okay. When it was first written, the meaning of the lyrics was more pornographic and centered around Hedon's longing for his ex-girlfriend at the time. Wait, what? <laughs> that is referring to the Clash's drummer Topper Hedon, who initially wrote the lyrics. So he had a kind of different vision for this. However, Strummer. Who the fuck is Strummer? Joe Strummer, he's the lead singer of The Clash. He decided, nah, fuck all that. We're not going to release this dope-ass jam that is going to rock the entire nation and world to be about your ex-girlfriend that you're pining for. So Strummer was intent on rewriting the lyrics and keeping with the music Hidon initially tracked for the song and took the meaning in an entirely different direction. Rock the Casbah turned into an anthem centered around the persecution of the Iranian people for enjoying music, particularly for owning a disco album at the time. So you're telling me if they had Saturday Night Live, the album? Yeah, this is like a real-life Footloose situation, except they, for instead of what? Instead of they get killed. Instead of dancing, it was like you can't own disco or music of any kind. You cannot enjoy What? kind of culture feels the need to tell people they're not allowed to enjoy music like that i don't know but so the next lyrics deep. say it by order of the prophet we ban the boogie sound degenerate the faithful with the crazy ka- kashba sound 
So the rocking of the sound that they think is going to degenerate their people. Therefore, they don't want any of the boogie sound, which is the disco. They brought out the electric, but then all the people brought out the electric camel drum. Local guitar picker brought out the guitar pick and thumb. And as soon as the Sharif cleared and left, they started fucking partying. They began to wail. The very fact that they call it the boogie sound just shows how out of touch. This boogie sound. It's a boogie sound. must delete this. It's a, Can uh, I have this uh, in boogie our boogie on the radio? It kind of clashes. Uh, hey, I see what you did there. Hey, with the music video, which just shows a chic and a Hasidic Jew just rancing and parting it up, just rocking through the town, slamming their bottles, just having a good old time. Because apparently they're just breaking the law, and maybe that's the that's the whole the clash of this song. That's their theme. It's just like you know what? We don't give a fuck what the Muzin says. We don't give a fuck what the Sharif says. And you could Sharif do that. Sharif don't like it. And you could do that for a point. Rock the cash bar. We are here to <laughs> rock the cash bar. But if you keep doing that, you're dealing with the higher authorities. So you got to be careful. We'll be find careful. out exactly what we're talking about. Let's let them sing it. Rock the cash bar. Rock the cash Say how bad this fucking singer is, though. Like you know, he doesn't. Funny. He doesn't sing good at all. It's like, actually. So these guys are pioneers of like the entire punk sound. So this song was released in 1981, and that was when I think the punk scene really started to take on its own. So these guys are pioneers because this singer has that sort of black mohawk look that I think, and he can't sing for shit. And it, yeah, and it, it, I, he literally said. That's not any singing whatsoever going behind that, dude. Like, you gotta have the Whitney. (laughs) It really, like, embodies the sound where it's like, you don't even need to be a good singer. If you have the enthusiasm and you have the, like, yeah, like, it's just, you bring it to the right. That's so loud. We're not gonna be able to get it. There's something against us. This song is cursed. Something against us wanting to do this rock the cash bar thing that we've been uh, that we're knocking out here because this is a good one and we want to get you guys the details. But fuck these guys doing construction that just started right outside our door. Yeah. We're not gonna be able to finish. We can't do this with that. Thing. We already did a whole episode and it didn't record. And we're trying. We're trying our best to like act like we first did you know, our first time. But we did an fuck awesome, it, hey, man. This is we did an awesome. We were episode. doing pretty good. We were doing pretty good on the. Re- I gotta be honest. Our second one was coming through pretty well. Yeah. And then, yeah. Dottie, leave his shoes alone. Suddenly we got Dottie after Dottie. in between the first two recordings. Everybody's like, where's Ambrosius? Suddenly there's a he brand new dog. He's not around today, Ambro. I'm taking care of Dottie. And we got a dog literally in between the two attempts to record this. Track. Yeah, yeah I, I decided to buy an eight, eight-week-old dog. <laughs> Who does that? Me. Yeah. Um, I think they might be done. This whole know, song's about oil. Isn't that crazy? It's about oil, man. You didn't well, say that not, coming. That's not about oil. It's about, uh, like you said, it's about the people trying to dance. We thought the, it was the Iranian oil. people really They're trying like... to dance and listen to disco music. And the guy said no. Then when he turned his back, they still kept dancing. And then we still have yet to find out what happens as a repercussion of them 
dancing while the Sharif left. But the music video also has the band oh, just big performing in yeah, front of a whole oil drill. So oil like, rigs. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just flu- you know, affluent behind Which them. I got to say, especially given the time in 1981, great location good for room. a video good, shoot. Good spot. Good spot. Easy. A lot better than that Sting video where they just did it in the Montreal Expo's locker room. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. This brings right. home I, the I, meaning I, of the song. I prematurely stopped it. Let's keep it going. If I could just sum up that last part, what they basically did is over at the temple, people were uh, starting to gather. Mm-hmm. The crowds, they're say starting it's to really cool. get into like, oh, I kind of like this. What's going on? And then I they to were, dig this they, Channing thing. But they weren't sure. They're like kind of figuring out. And by the time they realized, they got a whiff of this band that decided to go nuts and play some disco with jams. that crazy Casbah. Ja! Ja! All right, man. So these people are partying. They said, fuck the Sharif. We're going to do our thing. And they are doing their thing. Let's find out what happens next. King did what? Called up his jet fighters. Record scratch. Did you guys just hear what just fucking happened? What the fuck just happened? Ah, it's a quick synopsis of what's happening so far. They got a, a guy that doesn't like disco music. He tells Sharif. all his people, Sharif, he said, you guys can't dance. And he leaves the play, and then they start dancing anyway. So much so that the band like goes nuts, and they start packing the place. Now they're packed in the place dancing. Sharif sees that shit. He goes, oh, Jeff Fighters, come earn your paycheck. Once I'm out of here, you need to blast these fucking people. And literally, once he leaves the situation... Blast the people that are partying. Am I wrong in thinking this? Am I? <laughs> My dark. Dark. That fool just killed all his people. Yeah. So by the way, the cash bar, which I always thought he said cash box when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. And I what, don't know. What I thought, I always thought it was cash. Bar, like you know, cash. Did and that I, make sense to you at the time? No, I just you know I thought cash. It had to do with cash, and then bars just something else. You know? I always yeah. just thought it meant like rocking the party. Okay. But I always thought it was cash, and the guy didn't know what to say afterwards. It's most commonly the citadel of a fortified quarter of a city. It is also equivalent to the term Alcazaba in Spanish, which derives from the same Arabic word. By extension, the term can be referred to a Medina quarter, particularly in Algeria. So basically, it is the area around a citadel. Are you taking pictures of your dog? You're sleeping. She's so cute. Okay. All right, go ahead.
Yeah, I Citadel, I the area that. around the Citadel, I got it. I'm so it was like a religious area where they're, they're kind of, right a lot of people are, which, okay, now the video is, is coming to light a little bit more because you got the Sheik and you got the Hasidic Jew and they're just rocking through a crowd and that was the people around the Citadel for their daily prayer. And they're just rocking through. They're like, I got trans. They're like, we don't pray, we party. They, they both got like, handles of jack in their hand and they're just like yanking shots left and right and they're just like we're here to party and then the video just it doesn't get too dark but it shows these jet fires going over and yeah apparently that was just the moment by this sharif to once he just took off and chauffeured out of there the jet pilots the, fucking city. the jet pilots wailed and because the Yikes. sharif don't like it rock the cash bar and Sharif, you need to chill a little now, bit. Now, here's the great thing about this, guys. The story gets better. Listen to this. Sorry, guys. I have a DJ version of it. Let me get the... Let it run. That Let wasn't, it run. They didn't have it. I, I got to get it for us. Here it is. I lied. I lied, guys. It doesn't get any better. People were partying. They're going against what the Sharif said. Sharif said, all right, fighter pilots. Sharif don't like Go it. earn your check. And the fighter pilots killed him. There's the other Fade story. to black. They fade to black. That's the end of the fucking story. Now, the, now the, you know, the video doesn't have that. They have the two guys still partying through. But yeah, he's like standing just, on top of listen, a mountain. at the end, he goes, he really doesn't like it. Fundamentally, what is it? Fundamentally can take it. Can take it. Yeah. Now he really, really hates it. He hated it and he killed all his people because Why? they were partying. Sharif. Dark story. I bet you guys had no idea when you guys have been singing, I don't like it. That it was about a Sharif that didn't like that his people were dancing to disco and therefore killed him So all. straight killed his people. With a jet fighter. This definitely falls under the category of songs that are way darker once you get in, dig in, and dissect. Way, this is like... It's like, uh, it's even further than when we did the Pina Colada song, and we realized that was actually just about a couple, a horrible couple other. that was trying to cheat on each other, and they're like, oh, it's you. It, you're the one I was trying to cheat on. This mm-hmm. is almost sadder than me trying to cheat in the first place. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad story. Episode yeah. something. Go back to it. Episode something. But uh, yeah, guys, so with that said, man, I hope you guys realize that the song you guys have been yelling is a fantastic 80s song, and everybody goes, Daddy, did you like it? Rock the. You guys I mean, have been singing about. If you're going to make a song about this dark of a subject, why not make it rock? I mean, the why make a the... song about this anyway? I mean, to be honest with you. Because the fucking drummer wanted to make it about his ex that he's still strung True. up on. True. Like, let's, get a, let's get a little more meaningful behind it. Like, hey, props to the singer for being like, no, we're not doing that. If we're going to make this jam a jam, it's going to be about the Iranian music and oil crisis and how they're trying to destroy their people. That's way better than John trying to make it about his ex that he just can't get over. John, you bitch. I don't think his name is actually John. Oh, whatever his name was. His name is actually Topper. Yeah, that's my old bird's name. Which is way worse than John. It's, I mean, that's a, if I'm going to, 
place the name Topper on somebody, it should be a bird, not a human being who is the drummer for The Clash. Who then decides to write a dope-ass track he didn't, write, make it, he didn't write the dope track. He wrote the music for it that was fantastic, but the, what he wrote was shit. Yeah, well, he wrote the song originally to be all about, like, Chelsea, I love you. Yeah, but he put together a great rock beat to it. But then he was like, Chelsea, Chelsea, I love you. Get back with me. And the guy was like, there's no fucking chance I'm singing that. No, no, no. We're rocking and the And there's cast some bomb. shit going down in the, in the Middle East. Let me fucking break that, that we down. We need right? to let people know about. Yeah, you know, so we went that route. You know the sad irony of this song? is that they decided to speak out about this thing where people in Iran are being persecuted for just enjoying the love of music and made this absolute banger to represent for them. And then they couldn't even hear it. Couldn't because even they're, they're couldn't, being, even, couldn't even be supportive of a song that supports them. It's just, what? Yeah. I like to think that maybe there's somebody from Iran right now. I don't know. if that's, I like to think that this law is still not in effect. But maybe they're hearing this episode, and they never were aware of Rock the Casbah, and we're reaching out to you, and letting you know, hey, the Clash were there. They were looking out for, for you. Trying to represent. They put together an absolute '80s smash hit banger to represent you and your cause to just fight for the right to party, you know. And and what happens if you do? Which is just yeah. And maybe now you can finally enjoy rocking the Casbah. How many slaps? And how many snaps are we given? The Clash rocked the cast ball. Out of five slaps, Jag, what you got? Fundamentally can't take it. It's good. I almost gave it four because it's, it's one of those that rings true with me, gets me dancing, gets me moving. Uh, Clash did a great job with it. You know, it's just, it, everybody sings along with this one of those sing-alongs. Great song. However, man, it's about the genocide. Of a bunch of people dancing to good music, because their guy, their their head guy didn't want to. This is a really kind of somber note, and I feel bad for all the people that got hit by the jet fighter, and died for dancing to disco. So, three claps, and uh, slaps. It's fucking it. slaps, that's not it. claps. That's it. Fundamentally, can't take it. What do you got, Steve? All right. I think that's the first time in Dissect DG's history that a rating included a fundamentally can't take it. Can't I think. Take it. I don't know. I got to check the records. In there. I feel that's like true. it is. All right. Out of five slaps, rock the Casbah. Gets. Four slaps and mouse kisses? What is that? No, that's like an armadillo. Just oh. worming his way through traffic in the Casbah uh, yeah. region. That works. Because I don't know why. They, the armadillo. It's never, never explained in the lyrics never or the video. There's a random armadillo just rolling around. I respect the fact that they grabbed an armadillo for it because that can't be easy to find. You got to almost like go to your local zoo. They were like, should we get chance. a dog? Should we get a monkey? No, let's get an armadillo. An armadillo like, in this bitch. I can't even spell I armadillo. feel like they're probably close to being extinct. I mean, I just imagine. I don't. I have you ever seen an armadillo? No, armadillos just, run rampant in uh, the Idaho region. Maybe in Iran. Maybe they're. Stop taking pictures of your dog. You're so, we're not gonna be able to do this podcast while Dottie's in presence anymore. He's no, no, not for now. I just got her like three hours ago, dude. I didn't even know I was gonna get her six hours ago. It's fantastic. But yeah. with that said, 
Rock the Cash Bar, 80s month. I think we've come to a conclusion with this. We might be bringing it to a close. There's plenty of 80s Oh, 80s man, tracks. it's so sad. We'll probably come back at the 80s month. But like, you know what? We decided to come we'll back We'll make it an annual month. thing. Yeah, yeah. Not even annual. It might be a seasonal. We'll figure it out. But anyway. No, the 80s this, has too many bangers. But yeah, this is just the perfect jam. I feel like we haven't even hit hard how much it's just this is the absolute epitome of 80s rock jam. All like, around it, man. You could be playing any music if you're in a DJ setting, and they could be just straight playing EDM music, and everybody's loving that vibe. And then just throw this one on, and I feel like everybody's just going to roll with it because it just works. I just don't feel a setting that this doesn't work in. Unless you're maybe at like the Casbah at a Citadel outside of in Iran, you yeah. hear air fighters coming. You're like, yeah, oh yeah. shit! Okay, let's maybe turn yeah, down. This is not. Let's stop rock the Casbah. <laughs> and they're actually saying rock in the Casbah. How not did we rock find out about that? Why did we end up choosing this song? What was this? Oh yeah, because uh, Jag over here put together a little uh, promo, promo yeah, video yeah. thing for our '80s month, <laughs> and uh, he threw the song in there. And I was immediately like, why haven't we dissected that song yet? Let's get it. And I had no idea why I put that song in there, but it worked out. And you guys got to hear Rock the Cash Ball and what it's all about, which is quite depressing, but still a banger, baby. Absolute banger. Oh, I also figured out where the Rupert Holmes Escape Pina Colada song episode was. It's uh, episode 54. 54. Go. Jack, if you want to go down the rabbit hole of finding other songs that are actually much darker than they sound, rock the Casbah. And give one more shout Rupert out for Holmes. our uh, three things that we're starting. The three things yeah. about. The Let's... three things about podcasts. Uh, we want y'all to check in. If you like what we do here on the Dissect DJs, go ahead and check that out. That is where we're going to be breaking down three things about mostly uh, movie reviews. Classic movie films that we discuss we have three important burning questions to discuss about it and really just go over all the notes that need to be hit about that movie check that out want to pump that up because uh that is the new one that's taking off even now, though movies mainly but we might be jumping to any three things we want to talk about but see how it goes we're yeah. trying to focus it on movies because uh we feel like it's a good avenue for us to take so featuring most recent episode of a league of their own which came out on hulu as a, a series we did not know we didn't even know that but you know what Great works timing. out fucking perfectly Featuring so, our next episode, uh, Willy Wonka. Go ahead. Coming and up next. Check that one and out. And actually, there's a series coming out on that soon. Shut Made the fuck that up, up but I, it would have been good. They should. Yeah. I actually don't know if that would work as a series. It would be like three episodes of like everybody trying to find the Golden <laughs> yeah, Bar. That shit goes on for way too long in that movie. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. Look up three things about podcasts, subscribe, and listen in because me and Jag, we got a lot to say. And we got a lot of Kaz Boz to rock. Next! next.